Let's Roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for ranks, flanks, and kings of war. as they delve into the world of Panathor and bring you worldwide coverage of all things Kings of War. All right, we're definitely recording this time. Welcome to Countercharge. I'm David Fanning. And I'm Matt Crozier. And welcome to part three, Tre. Itchy Nissan. Now, whatever you want to say, part three of rewriting Panathor. Obviously, there have been no arguments with any of the ideas that Dave and I have put forward uh, so far. If there have been, I have completely ignored them. Uh, so thank you for your time, but I, uh, you know, I have no idea what time you've given. Um, and although I, 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 I did hear a little rumour that maybe, you know, people still do not like my opinion on Rackham Slaves, for the record, I'm not saying that they're... Um, an army that can't be played, just that they're not an army worthy of Panathor. <laughs> so, so they should just go and die a horrible death, you know? Yeah, like, like the well. slaves, yeah, just get get burnt like the slaves they are, I guess, or exploded, isn't that the rule? Triggered. Exploded, exactly, exactly. See, not, not even the rules committee want them there by giving them an exploding... An exploding rule. Um, but first of all, let's do a hobby update. It's been a couple of weeks, David. What do you have yes. to Oh, clearly lots. Um, uh, well, I did finish the Legion, okay? So the... Oh, yes, the, you did. The Rabble um, mm-hmm. Cave has been built, which is good. So that's happened. That's, that's out. I've primed up another... I promise the rest of the trolls that I've got, so they're ready to go. So mm-hmm. I've got what eight in front of me now. So that'll get me mm-hmm. no seven left. I've got sorry, and that'll get me a horde, and it'll get me two bruisers. Mm-hmm. Um, I must admit, I was feeling a little bit. I counted up my points. Um, I wasn't where I needed to be. So mm-hmm. uh, goblin bigot got produced, and his basically only there to get me some points to get me over the line for the 2300 that i need because i don't think he's ever going to make the table so you still got a you still got a couple of months no i know i'm just super slow and father's day couple of months uh, or one month uh i reckon we got eight weeks left now yeah uh so it's father's day here in australia and my kids knew exactly what i wanted and gave me the new um northern alliance um starter set and the ambush starter set so the two-player starter set what they call it now ice and shadows i think so that's mm-hmm. staring at me on my hobby desk now so i, I really kids, want to move on and do that when you purchased yourself is that is that the vibe am i picking up what you're putting down there or did uh that, that's a real good guess yeah i'm sure that happened so yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, when i got when oh I got thanks kids how did this day, get here yeah i'm like what are, who did you guys know i want exactly this this is perfect for father's day so mm. um so that's looking at me um right now and i really want to crack that open and start making some frost claws and i also actually want to go back and do some more halflings as well especially now that they're the power army of panathor and everyone needs to bow down to their greatness Absolutely. You know, we've, we've seen that. That is well and truly decided now. 
I, I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I I got a pretty good gift for Father's Day too. I got um I got gastro from my kids. Um, yeah. What I've yeah experienced a few days of now what I've called the the winter pustis of twenty three. You know, there's no no more solstices in this house, just pustises. And, yeah. Uh, so th- thirty poos in three days later, and three kilos in three days. You know, I was back on the mend. Yeah, you you look a bit thinner. Yeah, thanks, mate. I um I spent you know all day on the lounge with the the uh, the whole family able to hear the bongo drums going on in my belly. So that was awesome. Yeah, just extended just extended the month or two of woe of in the Crozier household. <laughs> like, oh my god, father. You yeah, need to call so. a priest or something to come in here and like cleanse your house because. Yeah, you yeah, got some was, bad luck. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that'd be enough, to be honest. Right? Yeah, but, yeah. I think we need the. Yeah, you know, I need more than the priest. I need the pope. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's what I got, and so, but but in that time, got a little bit bored of the Sallies. I started painting up a horde of rhinosaurs, or what might be a horde and another battle captain, which will get me pretty close to the twenty three hundred. Uh, but then I thought, oh, you know what? I've been trying to get the, the printer going a bit better. So I just quickly printed up um, a Sylvankin army because now with my Mantic armies I've got, I, I said what I wouldn't do is I won't print armies that Mantic definitely make unless something's like super cool and I'm already going to break that rule surely. But, um, but literally I'm just printing enough for a specific list and uh, using the Titan Forge models, and I've whipped that up while I work on my salamanders. And uh, what else have I got? And then, like you, I want to. I've still got my halflings not completely built um, and painted, so I've got more to do with them. And then I've got boxes and boxes and all the lines to get into. So, uh, got a few things lined up to do, but I'll finish the Sylvan Kin, return to the Sallies for a while, and then on to the Halflings and the Northern Alliance, I reckon. Yeah, you did convince me, actually, to fire up the printer as well. So I've I've got a half a 10 mil army printed. Um, and oh, that's I've right. Got, yeah. I forgot and I've been, I've been working through a few. I think I've got about three Mind Screeches, and I'm working through some Soul Flayers I'm printing away as well, just because they looked fantastic and they came in the vault, and I thought I need to check these things out mm-hmm. how many greater air elementals in your sylvan kid army then no i'm not american right. oh, okay yeah and um no no so none couple of tree herders but then like you actually that reminded me i've been printing because we've already got one painted 10 mil army of elves with a lot of points and so i fired it up started getting the forest dragon undead going and i reckon in if we did kings of war equivalents so what we what we were doing a while ago is going oh basically one base is a troop, two is a regiment, four is a horde of the old war master bases that the forest dragon stuff comes on, just mm-hmm. just loosely. And so I reckon in a in a day for the ten mil stuff, oh day and a half if you include the little bit I did today, I probably printed the kings of war equivalent of ten thousand points. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> I had a little bit of a problem with the 10 mil stuff coming off the base, but after talking to Clark, you might have to try that sanding 
technique on the build plate or something. I need to do something to get the 10 mils to come off smoother and easily because mine were just chipping on my last print with them. So, so they're sticking just too much. Sticking, sticking to the base. Yeah, okay. Yeah, too, or maybe you need to lower much. the exposure or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't uh, – The since I unboxed the, the Saturn Ultra, it's a bloody dream, I tell you. I just it just went it did five five prints in a row yesterday. I would literally pull it off the machine, scrape everything off, wipe the plate, put it back on, press go, and it just did five prints in a row perfectly. This is alright. Mm. It's going to be easier yeah, if good. I just give you my resin then, and I'll just pick it all up at Masters instead. Well, in the meantime, the Jupiter keeps failing. I still haven't sorted that bugger out, which is a problem because for the um, Aussie slow grow, I'm trying to print some big stuff as prizes for people um, that have requested some bigger stuff. So um, it's it's slowing me down at the moment, but I'll get there hopefully. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, so that's that's what we've been up to hobby wise, and of course, biggest Kings of War tournament in the world ran on the on the weekend. Yeah. I had the great pleasure of jumping on and. Having a commentating game with with John Fawkes, Mike Rossi, um, and Benson, and we commentated uh, Mark Zelinsky and versus Chris Thomas. Um, so the the Magic Universe podcast guys uh, yeah. battling it out against each other. That was good fun. And as as you alluded to, the Marty Halflings came out on top. Now I'm not quite sure where. I'm not sure if you say that. Do you say that, Peter? Or Piotr is um I'm not sure South American or Spanish. Is it have the Spanish taken it home again? I don't know actually. I I only got to see a little bit of the coverage. Um and mm. I just tuned in to hear Mike Rossi talk and not you or Benson. But um yeah, I only caught caught a little bit of that first game and then everything else I've seen has just been Facebook. So yeah, don't don't ask me how to um how to pronounce some of these names or well mate you barely know how to spell i'm not going to ask you i shouldn't ask you how to pronounce names that's for uh, sure yep that's um true. i just wonder when the british are going to win their own clash of kings again that's like well, that's a mm. and you know what the americans couldn't win their own masters either so true maybe true. australia is the the power um the power nation of well we benefit a little bit from being an island in the middle of nowhere i think but well that's it we don't let anyone yeah. in yeah true yeah but we did have a sheep shagger come from across the ditch and he didn't take it home. So, yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. And so we had um, in first, yeah, first place was Halfling, second place was John Quaylen with his Bosalians, and then third place was Javier Vergara. Um, I don't know what he was running. Can you remember? Uh, Argus. Argus, right. Okay. Yep. And we had so, uh, like, Trident, Trident Realms, Salamanders, yeah. two Northern Alliance. Forces of Nature, Elves, and Sylvankin. That was the top ten. Well, I'm just glad we didn't have to see the tears of blood if Northern Alliance went for all these people claiming power creep. You know. Well, well, um, if you want to talk about power creep, here's what I can't understand. Um, guess where the first Night Stalker army finished. Mm-hmm. All right. So obviously, by guessing, it's lower than expected. Twenty-three. Forty-two. Forty-two. Jeez. Now that sounds bad, but that's still top third. True, true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I I would have thought, uh, especially looking at the list, that we'd see that a, a, a lot higher than that. But mm. yeah. 
look, I, I'm I'm stoked that Halflings made it up the top, to be honest, because, yeah, I think they're a really cool list. And maybe there's that little bit of people not fully understanding them, but it's a very different list to what. I also I wonder if Nightstalkers do slightly better in a shitty meta, given that they're the natural counter. So, like, yeah. Yeah, and, and I know like the halfling list was somewhat shooty. I wouldn't I wouldn't call it a super shooty list, but seventy think, shots. Yeah, but on like a lot of it on fives and Yes, true. And and, and fifty of those are on fives in the two hordes, you know? Yeah. Um like which and range eighteen inches. I know it's got steady aim, but um I uh yeah, I mean I, I really rate the halflings list anyway, but um, I, I do think like it would naturally do better if there were more shooty armies, which there tends to be in places like the states. I think yeah. I think the um, the UK lists seem to trend closer towards ours here in terms of balance. Yeah, I I, I had a look at the halfling list and because mm. I was waiting to see like seven aeronauts or some sort of crazy list in there, and and to be honest, they were all really balanced. Um, I kind of thought I took that as a good thing because, again, I really like the list and I think it plays well as a really good mixed arms list. But um, I stopped 148 lists to look at. I had a bit of a chuckle at the guy who took four dragons. But, yeah, um, yeah outside of that, um, yeah, I didn't I didn't go too deep I, into the rest of the lists. I agree. I think, I think the halflings do the balance well and they do, like goblins, they do redundancy well. You know, everything's pretty cheap. You can give most of it away. Um, I think the benefit with the halflings is lots of flying options, which um, Piotr had to keep you away from his shooting. So, like those two hordes are just starting to go to town. I imagine Molly uses threat range from the from the EJs, um, somewhat from the aeronauts and the muster captain. Um, yeah, well, to hold people yeah. off. EJ's at speed 10 nimble and the um, flying master captain at speed 10 nimble, you get a lot of board control. Although the EJ's aren't going to do much, but if they annoy you and stop you then, and that lets, you know, your 70 shots light up on something else, then that could be what you need. Yeah, yeah. I think I think their one weakness is um, deleting stuff in combat, right? Not, not having a really strong, um, like their only CS2 unit is, is the trolls, but... You, you don't need it to win, and he, he obviously won big enough because uh, at six games with that many people, there's obviously multiple people who probably had won all six, and it came down to points. So yeah, you got to win, so win the biggest. The top ten, mm-hmm. I've got the results in front of me, the top ten. So obviously first went six and oh, and mm-hmm. then the between second and ten, it was five and one. So... Oh, so he actually was the only one even after that that went 6-0. Yep. That's, yep. really, that's really interesting. That's really interesting because it would need to guarantee that you'd need two more rounds, I think. Yeah, to even yeah. to go to – you've got to get all the way down to 15th before you get two losses. So 11 to – Oh, yeah, because then there's 4-1-1. Yeah, 11 to 14 yep. all had one draw and one loss. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. but And also I did look this up during the week. I was in a group chat talking about it. Um, uh, the halfling list. He didn't actually play night stalkers, so there's a bit of luck in making sure you didn't get the hard counter to your list as well. And I think everyone will tell you that you need a bit of luck to win a tournament like that, especially when there's 148 players. 
Yeah, always, always. Yeah, but um, yeah, right. So I, di- I didn't realise he was the only one six and out. Um, yeah, I, I reckon with the being two rounds short of the guarantee of that, that's a, that's reasonably unusual. So that's you know that shows probably the the strength of the field in terms of taking games off each other. So that uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, the most names, unbelievable. Plenty of names never heard of too, rising to yeah. the top there. The most unbelievable thing out of all of this is that um, Andrew Whitehead picked the winner. Yeah, on direct misfire. See, I keep I keep telling everyone that finally there's a brain on that show. You know, yeah. yeah. Obviously, the peakiest player on direct from, misfire. From now on, he's got to be known as the Oracle. Um, so. Mm. I think yeah. where, where Selick, Selick's pick came in oh, a long way down, 104th or something like that. Oh, look, Selick's real skill is just wearing a beanie, so. Um, 101st, sorry. Anyway, he's, and he's beaten me a couple of times. I, so he's good at design too. You know, he does some good designs for us, so <laughs> give him that. Yeah, yeah. I, but I he's no, Nostrad- no Nostradamus, that's for no, sure. No, that's not. No. So, uh David, should we should we get into it? Shall we keep rewriting Panathor in the uh, in the style of our new Northern Alliance and uh, Night Stalker friends? Oh, although today pre-orders Twilight King came out. Yes, yes, and we got to see some pictures, some uh, new box sets, including for the first time an ultimate box set. Is that what they're calling it? Ultimate or the ultimate, um... or something like that? Uh, they're kind of stainless. I, I just I, I got GW vibes out of it because they're calling it like a one-click bundle or something like that. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah, except it wasn't two grand. Well, that's right. I don't have to remortgage my house out of it, and you mm. actually get something out of it. So I'm pretty sure you get um, more. Than oh, one you get more. one of the. Ca- I think it's one of the characters end up being free. Yeah. So, okay. Maybe it's the yeah yeah yeah. As in, it's not just, the, it's not just a bundle with every all the IRPs added up. Yeah, that's right. I've saved yeah. you four more clicks, and you're at the same price. No, this yeah. is the, what do they call it? They should no. They missed the they missed the button. They called it called the Dalai the, the Dalai Lama um, pack, couldn't they? The, yeah, one, well, you mean they everything. missed the void skiff. That's in there too, isn't it? Yeah, but you said they missed the boat. Oh, no, okay. They yeah, the they missed the skiff. Come on, mate. Keep up. Oh, come on, it's too late. It's too late in the day for that. Mm. But, um, um, yeah. Yeah, it be interesting to see how it goes. Interesting to see how it goes. Um, it, it's interesting when you get the models released before the rules. I wonder if that'll dampen sales a little bit. I, I kind of don't think it will much because, you you know, the beating heart Twilight Kinners are, are still there. But I think this is the most variety of units we've seen straight up offered in hard plastic in one go before. From Manti. Yeah. 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 And, and for, I think from looking at it, pretty much every unit that they've brought out is in hard plastic. Uh, there's, there is um, the big dragon looking thing. What's it called? The Gordrake. I think that's resin. Oh, okay. Yep. And I don't know because I, dun- I got Dungeon Saga Origins coming. Oh, and that's I got a. That? I think that's I did. What, I definitely did. And that's and that's made me a little bit hesitant as well because I've got all this Northern Alliance here to paint. I know I need to do more halflings, and I've got Dungeon Saga Origins, and I've already got my kids keen to play that with me. Um, so I've definitely got to paint mm-hmm. that as soon as I get that. 
So it must be weird having having someone prepared to play a game with you, mate. Yeah, well, yes. My mm-hmm. my usual sparring partner just keeps on losing. So okay, I don't even know how to tease you about that. That was good fun. That our last game actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. And like, God, keep thinking oh. of things we can talk about before we go on. We've got the the Shadow Horizons campaign going on at the moment. Yes. You know, um, somehow you registered for good. Uh, I'll be I'll be interested to see where that goes. I I think it's a little unfortunate that they might have that they did time it with Clash of Kings and things because it seems like it's perhaps a little bit behind where maybe it would be, otherwise. Um, and the release of Twilight Kin, of course. Uh, yes. So we had a mm. we had a, a big battle. We well, we did two thousand five hundred points on UB. Just uh, well, obviously because we live about two and a half hours away from each other. But mm. it was the grudge match of Night Stalkers versus Northern Alliance, and you went with your tail between your toes as you were left with nothing but a terror at the end of turn six on the table. That's true. Well, at least my tail's long enough to reach my toes. That's all I'll say about that. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you should jump on and check that out through the Mantic website and the companion. And also, if you're wanting to hear more things Twilight Kin, the episode dropped this week um, with, with Kyle Pretzel Twinkie and Matt Carmack of the of the RC uh, and uh, talking to Jeremy about all things Twilight Kin. Now, we've been sitting on that one for a little while, I think, until the release date, so not too much mm. got given away. And uh, But it's out now, so go and have a listen if you haven't already. Right. Now let's do it, David. Okay, so okay. last time we got to the end of uh, dwarves, didn't we? We ended on free dwarves. We ended on the mighty, mighty dwarves. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And now, well, just I've got the notes. I've got yeah. up to elves in the notes here, so we must be ready to talk about elves. I guess we're ready to talk about elves. And so, just a reminder for those that main well, they either didn't listen to part one and two, or they're forgotten, is that. We're assuming all armies stay and we're saying how would we rewrite these, uh, like where are they at the moment and how would we rewrite them a little bit to give them that little bit more flavour as seems to be the um, the direction of the RC at, at this point of time. And so having already done the Mighty Dwarves, um, the best race in Panathor, we're get now going sliding downhill and uh, we're, we're going to settle on the elves and... Um, We've been working our way through kind of alphabetically, but speaking about the, the relevant theme armies when they when they pop up. So um, from the fluff, they, the, the, the books talk about the elves basically being this supremo master race, you know. It's like of, of all the folk that walk the realms of Panathor, the elves are supreme, I think is written in the book. Uh, and and no mage of mortal bent can even hope to contest the mastery of the elven ma- magicians. Mm. Uh, other races watch with breathless awe at the timeless display of elven archery. And so, for me, certainly, but and particularly between the last set of before the last set of tweaks, we got to things like glade stalkers. I just didn't really get that vibe from the elf list. You know, I don't I don't get this vibe of. Um, absolute elitism being the the best at everything. I think you get it, you get the vibe because you're paying the points for it. Um, and so they end up being a fairly low drop army. But you you seem to pay those 
points, but in the context of like shooting metas and things, I think you can find it reasonably easy to take off, particularly if you're not taking dracons and things. They, they don't seem to have, for me, lots of different builds that you can do that do represent that elitism well. Um, they've brought it back a little bit with the tweaks to shooting. So certainly I think they really lost that vibe when shooting took big nerfs in general at the start of third. Um, and maybe they're swinging back there a little bit and they're getting some flavour from characters. Um, and, and I think at one point there was there was the elf list was really strong and so it probably just seemed to take a few more whacks than most over time. Yeah, what, do you, what do you feel about where elves sit with currently the way they're described? Yeah, it's interesting because I'm looking at, at the list now and I'm, I guess, you're right, elite by nature elite by special rules obviously just about everything in the list has elite as a special rule which re-rolling ones to hit is really really nice um but they're elite right you look at their hero options and not everything inspires and i always remember um griping away that i need to take inspiring on my elven archmage and i'm pretty sure it's the same for the prince as well isn't it does the prince inspire no it doesn't either so i kind of would have thought that you're only ever going to have you know maybe two or three heroes in general and that you know they're not always all going to inspire i guess one thing about the army is they don't have a monster option either so whatever unlocks you do get they're gonna have to be for a hero or what have they got? They do have War Machines. Oh, they've got, the monster. They've got, got the monster character. They've got the tree man, don't they? Can well, they do. The yeah, yeah he's, he's, but, he's still a, but he's still a hero unlock. Yeah. So you're only ever going to spend your unlocks on heroes or um, uh, the bolt throwers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they really, for what you're paying for the premium on the units for whether they have a lead or something like that, you, you're not getting really the other benefits, are you? You know, no, so, so you're gonna you're gonna get all these hordes, and you're not gonna use all the unlocks that you get. So, mm -hmm. and whether that's by design or that, whether that pushes you to want to try and do regiments, I just it, it doesn't. To me, I don't know. Maybe it would break it, but it makes doesn't make sense that they're um that all their heroes don't inspire. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so it, yeah, you, you go. Well, I was gonna say. So, I think one thing for this for this list is that, like, as, as part of this. Rewriting Panathor, we're assuming that all all this stay and and what we'll talk about in a moment is is the Sylvan Kin, but because we assume that the Sylvan Kin exist, like I want to see all those forest spirits gone from the Elven yeah. list, right? And then yep. I think we can, we can see a doubling down of of theme and vibe on on the actual Elven stuff. I, th I think moving forward, <clears throat> Elite is a great rule. It's particularly new player friendly. Um, I'd like to basically see that back everywhere, you know, and maybe, yeah, like you said, Dave, maybe, maybe, maybe given that you are paying such a premium, maybe another type of special rule to represent that eliteness and how good they are at everything is maybe everything inspires itself. So maybe you go to characters not being as inspiring or something, or they might be very inspiring, but maybe you have more options of units that, yeah, okay. Or, so, or I mean, higher nerve if they've got low def, something like that. I mean, this is going to sound probably rubbish. You're an elf on the battlefield and a horde of giant 
dragons or dracons like fly mm. over you and support you in battle. Like it would feel like that would probably be enough to inspire you. I, I reckon they should have a a unit in the list that um, I don't want to say Elohi, but um, like the one in the Basalian list. No, sorry, the Brother Mark list, the inspiring um, Fors- uh, Forsaken. Oh, the um, yeah, the cab the cab that inspires. There's a good one and the bad one. Oh, the cab yeah. that inspires. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah, some sort of elite unit that like that that inspires. I think would would go down well. Um, and, yeah, like, like an like ancient, needs- but not yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think elite basically needs to be across the board again, in my mind. For, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and yep, you can you can have it either or for melee or ranged based on what they're doing. I think that's good enough. You know, it doesn't have yeah. to be blanket blanket elite. And but, and for and I also don't think the mages represent that absolute mastery. You you pay an absolute premium, which. To be fair, is likely because of when they were written, how strong shooting was, um, you know, combining the shooting with the lightning. But I would like to see something different there. They do get to re-roll their ones, but, you know, do you get an extra lightning bolt or two for that price compared to your compatriots or something like that? Um, yeah, I, I would like to see or, or more spells at a base level and perhaps effectively one is for free. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I do, and I guess so. Really, if I mean Forest Guard, Hunters of the Wild, the um, Shamblers, and the Tree Herder, they can probably go by the wayside, right? But if you look at the rest of the unit, you go, okay, cool. We want to make these people not so much masters of magic in general, but like powerful in themselves. Maybe they do get some sort of immunity to magic. yeah, something like Spell Ward. Yeah, yeah, well, I was trying yeah. to think of a watered down version of Spell Ward, but maybe Spell Ward isn't bad because then it would stop. Well, but like Bane Chaining would be harder as well. So, but well, I, they don't have a massive amount of access to high def- defense, right? So I don't think I don't think something like Spell Ward is a bad shout. Yeah. Um, or it might not be all magic, like you say. It could be a watered down, so maybe against offensive, offensive spells or like damage yeah. output spells. Um. Yeah. Whereas maybe they don't get it against something like Mind Fog. I, I. I don't know. It's um. Yeah. I, I think there's a number of ways they they could go about it. And I think since they added things like the um, the Kindred Shield dudes and and things like that, is that um, I think there's enough Elf units to get rid of that other stuff. Yeah. So do do you think that I mean like. Mantic will probably always need a couple of gateway armies. Mm-hmm. You, you, you never want to go, Pretty you wouldn't want to go s- super unique with all your armies because then you would look at them and go, I have this Warhammer army and I can't use it for anything. And because ultimately you still want people playing the game, right? And if if their gateway in is through an elven list or a dwarf list or a kingdoms of men list, and then they and that's how they get into the game, then you kind of want, the stuff that they're going to have to be transferable into the game, mm-hmm. right? Like if, mm-hmm. if you made it, if you made it so crazy that you, you just didn't have that flow over, then you maybe you are limiting your entry level point for, for gamers. Oh, yeah. No, that's... Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 for sure. And I think um, I was just looking and actually most stuff 
is back at elite. I think there was a while where stuff didn't have it. But like if you if you get rid of those those tree spirits, you've still got Forest Guard, Kindred Archers, Kindred Ghostalkers, Tall Spears, Warriors, Palace Guard, Shield Watch, Sea Guard. You know, you still have a lot of things. And actually, we got a lot of things to guard, back, don't they? They do. When I look back at it now, what I would be doing actually is not similar are not dissimilar to what we call talked about with Basalia and double down on that kindred that kindred aspect, you know. But it doesn't necessarily have to be the kindred of Sylvankin because they've got their own armies. Like make the make the kindreds revolve around styles of combat or or something like that. Yeah. Um you know, I think I think they could you've really the, do that because again, you've got the drilled versions, or you've got the more free flowing, wispier ones that are, you know, I guess that bit lower, but a bit more agile. I don't know, maybe they get nimble or something like that, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because there is there is something that where it um, there was a character that that affected the kindred stuff, wasn't there? Oh. Uh... Yes, one of them gives fury, I think. Yeah, King's Champion. And this is something I reckon they could do with the standard bearers as well. Like just say you pick the banner of whatever, right, for the army. Um, Mm. And when that banner's floating around, yes, it does give inspiring, but that banner, like it also gives a different aura. I don't know, like nimble, thunderous charge, whatever, right? But it's however you want to sculpt the list. But you could probably do Mm. a bit of have a bit of fun to make the um, the standard bearers relevant again because, I mean, I, I kind of like seeing them on the table anyway. I, mm. I think – I just think they add a little bit to – Well, it's actually interesting you're saying that nimble and that, that kind of style is another way that you can represent elitism, isn't it? So yeah. um, that, that'd actually be another reasonable target for this ordered march mechanic. Um, could get too powerful because of their increased speed compared to something like dwarves. But, you know, something like that represents the, you know, basically be a, being able to change facing but not take a penalty. Well, I mean, if you point them, though, right, because this is always going to be an army that you have a really low amount of drops. Mm. If you point them, or maybe Ordered March only works for um, the hordes or something like that, I don't know, right? Um mm. Yeah, you, you and, probably and, could have a bit yeah. of fun, I reckon. And you've got units like the Stormwind that don't see a lot of table time. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing them get something like Nimble. And I think all of that's thematic. You know, this combination of elite, some sort of Nimble mechanic and, and inspiring, I think, starts to represent the, the flavour of that a little bit more. If anything was going to be Nimble, I would say it's Elves. Over Humans, over... Um, dwarves or halflings or any of those other ranges, I would say. Elves yeah, yeah. Probably but then again, they do get what they got speed seven, aren't they? They're quicker. Six. So maybe that's how they do it. Yeah, they're six. So they're pretty much in line with everything else. I, the other thing I talked about on the stream is when it comes to things like Dracon Riders, they've obviously got the formation that do this. But, but in general, it makes it tough with the rules and it probably all gets a little bit complicated. I wouldn't mind seeing smaller units of things get access to different rules. Do you know what I mean? Like um, regiments of large cab might be nimble where the hordes are not because it's harder to fly in formation. You know, we yeah, just okay, never, right. we never really see regiments of the faster stuff or the smaller versions of the faster stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when okay. do you see troops of Stormwind? 
you don't. You know, you don't see regiments of the Dracon Riders unless it's Kalars, Hunters. You know, it's... um. Well, the only thing I've ever seen... I don't reckon I've ever seen... I've seen a troop of Cav, but when that's chaff, like Gurpanthers or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Gurpanthers, or you'd see them in the... Whatever they're called, the Glade Rider equivalents. Um, but you don't you don't see troops of the heavy cav. No, no, no. Um, what you, even even when dragons? they got the po- even when they got the point discount. Yeah. What's your thoughts on dragons in the list? Oh, I mean, I, I like it. I think it's probably like that status. I think I think the dragons and the dracons can still be within theme, right? And they're still ridden by an elf, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I would just save the other stuff for the Sylvan Kin mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, you know, I, I am not against some of these one to two unit upgrade kind of things. So so maybe, yeah, that's like what you said, where you can upgrade a couple of units to be inspiring so they're effectively like that, makes them more elite, or a couple of units can have nimble. You know, yeah, I think absolutely. using existing rules, we don't have to add a lot more fancy rules, I don't think, to make things too thematic. Make a make a king's guard, so it's a it's a you know a regiment of palace guard that get um, a regiment only, right? That get um, inspiring or something like that. Yeah. I don't know, whatever the yeah. the horde's taken a fair bit, I think, isn't it? So maybe the regiment mm. if that's not taken or something like that. Mm. Certainly, anyway. what I certainly things I do like as well though that I think do do a good job of theme. Uh, well, theme in a way is their special characters are pretty cool. Yeah, you know they're, they're, the, King, the King's they're champion could use though. a better name, right? So he's a he's uh, only got a one, but such a good character. Um, Madriga is probably the one you tend to see less, but you know Nimue is cool. Argus is cool. Um, you don't see Tidarian a lot, um, although I reckon he's worth the few extra points. What does but it I think give you? It gives you brutal. You, well, you get yeah, very inspiring instead of ins- inspiring. You get crushed okay. four, and you That's get probably brutal. important in the list. Yeah. yeah, and and so I think elite, and I think you might get a nerf bump. He's at eighteen twenty. Aren't most seventeen nineteen, or are they all? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, that gets a nerf bump for for thirty points. You get the nerf bump. You get brutal extra crush. Yep. Very inspiring. Yep, and yeah, so like. I, th- I think Tidarian and the Dragon suffers in, in the elf list because you're paying so much for other stuff and what you're probably trying to do is get a few extra drops in rather than spending it on dragons. Yeah. Mm. See, I, I'd happily see him somehow buff dragons. Have an aura out there that gave you, I don't know what dragons need, they don't need much, but, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Something yeah. That- Something that pushed you. To, so give it, give it a reason to take. Yeah, sorry, no. I said before. Oh yeah, all the heroes, are, all the living legends are elves. Of course they are. No, they're all. Um, I thought they're all majors, weren't they? But then majors of the sort. Madriga is Madriga a mage? Uh, Madriga's no. no. Madriga's essentially like a waywatchery. Um, not waywatcher. What are the glade stalker style? Yeah, and I don't yeah. know what Argus is. Argus is a strategist. Uh, strategist. Yes, but that's a cool. Yeah, but that's exactly. a cool year. Like a general, yeah. that's a cool year. Yeah. I really love Argus. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we might move on to the their themed flavor, the, the Sylvankin. So the Sylvankin are, are elves that live in the enchanted forest of Galahir. Um and and within the fluff, that place is beloved of the Green Lady, but we could see a tweak there. 
Um, and, and basically in the fluff, the, the kindreds they talk about do tend to seem to be along these different flavours of elves rather than styles of combat. So, um, you know, the, the, the intent is basically that they are a subset of elves and they're really meant to be, you know, this one with the forest type people. Yeah. Um, again, if we're assuming that all armies day, I'd bugger off the green lady out of this list, interestingly, and I'd leave her for her own. Um, it, it's a bit of a difficult list, and, and again, you're paying a fair bit of premium points. It's pretty low defence, uh, and, and because you don't get a lot of the... You don't get a lot of the um, master list. You know, you do have some reasonably limited options, although then they added in things like the air element, elementals and things, which really powered them up a bit. Um, but you don't tend to see massive variety in Sylvan lists. I don't think I've ever seen, since version 3.5, I haven't seen kindred archers, tall spears, kindred warriors getting get taken they haven't seen them make a list the forest guard's mm -hmm. awesome because you get that in the horde which is i guess a little bit of a change but you get boss yeah. grace as well and and that's where i i, I have them in my list i don't know whether they're, they're the right choice or not i like where they went with sylvan glade stalkers and gave them stealthy and i and i think that kind of, that definitely makes them unique as a glade stalker uh, mm -hmm. I, I really like the way they went that because I'm, I'm picturing the elves you know uh, uh, nimbly and swiftly moving their way through the forest. So, you know, they've got that ability to hide in in plain sight. That's um, currently playing, I think it's, a, yeah, it's currently playing my D&D my group at the moment. I'm, I've got a, uh, a, a wood elf character and, yeah, that's one of their sort of uh, go-to sort of fluff pieces is just being able to fade off into the shadows. I... I, don't, I, don't know I think wood elves have always been a beloved of of gaming scenes, right? I think out of all elves, probably wood elves have kind of held people's hearts a little bit, a little bit more. Yeah. And, and and I, I actually, yeah, sorry, you go. And and it's like I, I was thinking about this too. Like if they drop that aesthetic, like I will be sad because again, mm. I I have a oh, that's that's. Half the reason I made a Sylvankin army is because I love that green um, wood elf aesthetic. But I just think that they could probably go totally left field here and and have them sort of have that fey influence in the list. So, mm. like, you could have, like, let's piss off tree leapers and, and have, like, a fairy-based unit in there. Like a like a like like pixies or like forests. Spirits. Yeah, or I don't mind them because they're the frogs, right? Or like, so I, 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 yeah, tree leapers, don't they? But I don't know if they've got models for them or not. That's, if they haven't got yeah, models, yeah. they pierce them up. See, like see, see I, I, I'd keep them. I'd keep them and do something else. I, I think overall the flavor of this list is actually there, unlike some other lists and even some master lists. But I'd yeah. be more inclined to. Like you say, they give you the forest guard option as a horde. So the suggestion there being, I guess, that there's more of them than in other elf lists. I'd be more inclined to get rid of some of the kindred options that they've got listed 
you know, like yeah. the warriors, tall spears or archers, or if you don't get rid of them, you rename them and you give them the forest vibe somehow. Um, whether it's, uh, yeah, doubling down on, on I, I think really to get the flavour right, a lot of stuff probably has to have Pathfinder, right? Otherwise, are you really one with the forest without Pathfinder? And so yeah. once you've got all that, I think in the current state of the game, it's probably quite hard not to have stuff OP, which is um, which would be challenging. Um, yeah. But but you've actually got you've got quite a bit of variety in this list, except that a bunch of it is irregular. So your silver breeze, your storm winds, your Gerb panthers, your woodland critters. Like I, I think they've brought together some quite flavorful units, but then it's actually quite hard to include half of them. Yeah, so I always struggle for unlocks because again, it's forest guard horde, a couple of glade stalkers, maybe a forest shambler horde stuff like that, and then you go, okay, righto, but I really want a tree herder, uh, maybe a two, maybe on two tree herders, or maybe I really want a greater aerial elemental. Actually, and that's the greater elementals is nice in this list because it gives you a reason to take a horde. You can actually use the monster unlock. Um, yeah, and I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, some other monster options in there that transition. And I don't want to say beast of nature because I reckon that would probably just be too, um, unless you unless you tweaked it down with its options and it couldn't do everything that it can do. Um. But I wouldn't mind seeing some monster options in the list. Uh, again, like you said, like Kindred Archers, Tall Spears, Warriors. Like keep the rule set, but just just rename them, call them something else, and then give them Pathfinder and go with, um, you know, something else like that's forest-based, right? Yeah, forest like the Forest Guard really have the feel, right? But you, you really get punished. And, and, again, this is where, because on Speed Sticks, Decent Melee, with thunderous charge, having Pathfinder is so powerful and, and elite, right? So you get punished with the two seventy points. Yeah, well, um, the Archmage as well. When it gets to reroll once for Bane Chan, if you can bang a Bane Chan in there, or hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm sticking the loot on the Standard Bear at the moment. But yeah, when you can get those things to Thunder One, Crush One with Pathfinder, they, yeah, they can do and, it. And, and Bosks are so good, you know, twenty. 20 attacks for 115 points, you know, hitting on fours with Elite and, and having Pathfinder. They're just such yeah. a good unit. You know? Well, and they get vicious off the, off the Willfather as well. So, mm. uh, I, and, and I like them. That's cool. They, they brought out a change recently. I think the, the Boss Wraith Hero, what's it called? The Arch Wraith, can get a Thunderous Charge or for him as well, which gives you a yeah, reason to take cool. the... It gives you a reason to take the Arch Wraith because I don't think that was ever getting taken either. Um, the Windborn is a cool thing in this list. The Cav that Wind Blasts you and every time it's a hit, it um, also does a... He also rolled a damage at the same time as well. Mm. Yeah, I, I think that that's... I, I like stuff like that and I try to take Windborn where I can as well. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind seeing some Stealthy hit the list. I know it's there... With Glade Stalkers, and again, I think Pathfinder is perfect for this list. I'd, I'd just really like to see it. I, I don't know. I think if they did go something left field, like a Fae-based influence, or, you know, I don't whether the, whether they want to stick with the Bolferos and stuff like that, like they don't even make any sense in this list. 
Um, I really like no, the fact that no, and, and what the yeah, burdens. I, I do like that there's no dracons too. You know, yeah. I, I think you can you could argue that they have a foresty feel. But I, I I like the fact that there's none. Um, I think that's so really cool. This is this, and again, this triggers me a little bit. So the dragon mm. kindred lord, right? Mm. So just call him elf lord on a forest dragon, and give the thing pathfinder. Okay, so speed ten, crush three, no pathfinder. The mm. only thing in the list that I can see that doesn't really have it, everything else has strider or pathfinder. Like it just, just never. I mean, I've I've got one, I've painted it up. I got one of those old GW forest dragons because I just really really needed one. But I think I hit the tail about once. Otherwise, it's just three hundred points that just doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But, but but I think overall, like, the vibe is there for this, right? It's just that they could go harder at it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I I reckon this is probably one of their better theme lists. Agree. Um, it it's just hasn't got enough variety in it is the main yeah, problem. Yeah, but maybe I think you get – that's because it's Elf, I think, and, and you go to that elite base with you if, if the army is an elite army you're kind of always going to get that a little bit limited because if there was heaps of variety i don't know i guess if everything still cost lots of points you wouldn't have that but mm-hmm. it might just be really hard to balance eternally then it's it's funny i know we're not allowed to talk about getting rid of lists but um i think that between this list green lady herd and nature there is a little bit too same samesy with that green lady so yeah this would be interesting if they did if the green lady got booted from the list how, how does that affect the rest of the list well but yeah because i i think i think it doesn't mean that they don't have an affinity right just because you say worship that that half of her aspect doesn't mean she has to be available to you yeah true yeah um so yeah yeah all right so I, th- I think we'll leave the Sylvankin there. Um, after that, oh, this is something you've been you've been playing with here, is the Empire of Dust. So beyond Ophidia, which I think one day we'll see, you know, in in this game, mysterious ruins, dead trees, and the bones of long extinct creatures are all the challenge, uh, all that challenge the whispering sand for space. So of course we've got this. You know what is this Egypt-esque army that's you know synonymous with with fantasy worlds of across rule sets um, revolving around essentially you know people you hear people effectively or and um, affectionately I guess call them dry undead compared to the wet versions. Um, why, why don't why don't you start with this one, mate? Because you you play this. How do you? How do you think this vibes at the moment, this army, and how how it's built? I don't like so. I really, 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 really like the list. So I don't want to say anything that's going to end up screwing them over <laughs> like six months down the track, because uh, this is up there on my list of next up in the Mantic queue. Um, yeah, I, I really like them. I mean, the Cas- Casket of the Dam special rule is a little bit like I. I the rule kind of makes sense. You get to re-roll surge. I just can't picture a whole bunch of 
skeleton warriors running around with a casket at the same time. I've got visions of those that coffin dancing meme that's flowing around at the moment. <laughs> um, I don't know. They could have called it something like a moon's blessing or something like that. Visually, yeah. It's just, no, no, so, so it's an additional six dice. You re-roll six that fail, I think. No, no. No, you roll an extra six. Oh, God. There you know go, this eh? well, don't you? Yeah, well, I'd never take and it. I, I have this feeling that maybe it used to be less. I think most people's problem with this rule is that if you're leaving yourself long surges for, for tournament gamers, you're taking a risk you don't need to take, right? So I think the argument is you're, you're wasting points on something you really shouldn't be relying on anyway. Um, yeah, but I know, but then I'll sit there and go, okay, well, if I put these three in a line, I can get like Surge 18 right now. Let's do oh, it. Oh, totally. I'll sit there and go, oh, how about the surprise factor if you just punch, you know, punch out an extra six dice? But I guess the reality is out of six, you can probably, you know, rely on two to three. Um, so... I never played Tomb Kings. I never. I've absolutely. I've got no ties whatsoever to old GW with this. So, looking at this list, I couldn't tell you if this is if this is unique or not. But I, mm. I do like it. I like that every single one of the living legends has a purpose and and gets airtime. Get makes the table. They're all usable. Um, I think there's a. I, don't, I haven't really used the Sanborn Worm Riders, but everything else in the list I've, I've used a fair bit. So I, I think the list itself is fantastic. I, 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 honestly, if I could change anything about the list, I would like to see more lore out there, and mm. I want to see more more stories. So I want I want to know more and more about it, and maybe we need Aphidia to happen to see that, um, because yeah, yeah, I I, I really really like it. I, think they got it right yeah I, I agree i think they've done a pretty good job of flavor on this um i think the thing that actually powers up the flavor more is if we get better separation between the wet and dry versions right so take yeah. away the dry options from the from the wet undead so that you got that separation and that actually improves the flavor of both um and that's a reflection I, and, on dead not on this list either yeah yeah absolutely and i think you know, I think we spoke in the previous list. It's, it's all well and good to, um, you know, mantify some things, but that doesn't mean that the game has to be totally without tropes. Um, you know, and and the whole Egyptian themed undead is is not uncommon. And there's some actually some really good model competition in this in the space in terms of printing, but. Um, I, I actually think the vibe of this is quite good. And so, like, it's giving a little bit away, I guess, because Undead won't come till, like, part four or five maybe. But part ten. Yeah, part ten. But I wouldn't – I'd be taking surge options away from Undead and leaving it more in this list. Yeah. You know, make make so, this list the, the, the more shambly list because it does it better anyway, right? It's got options like other than whites and undead, you know, the bone giant, the bone dragon, you know, all these awesome surge options um, and surge targets. That and and I think that was the purpose of the casket of the damned, right? Was was to have that real shambling, you know, disintegrate into dust kind of mechanic. Um, 
and but but it just doesn't quite work. I think for tournament gamers. Yeah, I guess when you've got an as also back to that trope as well. When you've got a mummies unit and you've got a monolith, which is basically a pyramid, right? You're gonna kind of stick yourself. You got to lean into down. it, you know. Yeah, yeah. It the is only what it thing is. is the daddy's unit. And uh, yeah, and I know. I, I reckon owning it is. Owning it is what they needed to do. And again, scavengers leads to that, or desert swarm, sorry, leads to those, um, you know, you already get that sandy vibe, pyramids. Yeah, okay, we're in Egypt. Let's go. Let's go all yeah. in. And, and and I think characters uh, are cracking already, like Sebek Ra, the Accursed is cool. Um, upgrading the Chariot Lord to Ra's and he, like, the, your skeletons get to use his melee stat. You know, they've, they've got really good flavour there already. Um, I'd argue probably some of their their unique options uh, relative to other options in the list are a bit too good. Um, so you always see them taken, like the the monolith, the idol of Shobik, you know, the soul snare. They're all really, really good for their points to the point that you don't really see lists without them. Yeah, the. Um... The whole list is fearless too. I guess that the whole list is fearless and the whole list is shambling. And that probably does lead to that. I shouldn't say the whole. Um, scavengers maybe aren't and the Sandborn Worm Riders, I think, aren't as well. But outside of that, mm. it's this slow shambling horde that is going to grind you into dust. And and the, and the sca- scavengers were, I think they're a more recent addition, aren't they? And they really make the they make the list even better. It's just um, and then so I'd be removing and, and it's some of this is just naming convention, right? Getting rid of Revenant Cavalry Cavalry, call them something else um, that's different from from the undead. I think the theme is already there. It's just about leaning into it more. Yeah, the well, okay. So you look at maybe the Revenant on undead burrowing worm and flying worm and go could we make that that little bit more um egyptian themed Mm. i would like actually in this is something that could cross them both but i think particularly with this list even compared to the to the wet undead is this idea of reanimation Right, mm. and so the old idea—it's it, it's a little bit Warhammer-esque, but basically, if you're not within X of a character, like you have a reduction in your nerve value or something, this idea of crumbling. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, it, it, like very inspiring, but the inspire. Well, I guess it's rally, right? You just gave yes. everything. Really- a- effectively, the character, I guess, has has rally, but a, a little bit different to that. So, I think. In, in Warhammer, it basically used to be, I think, that if your characters died around it, your units would start taking wounds, and I don't think we'd want that. It would just be basically if you leave something uninspired at the end of the turn or something, then during the next turn it's got one less, you know, to its yeah, nerve or something rever- like that. Reverse, reverse radiance of life, which that would be cool, actually, something like... Well, like, it's like yeah. a death on your own units, right? Um, yeah. Well, actually, essentially, it's it's not unlike, yeah. Yeah. So, so we're saying that if you need to keep 
all the heroes who are raising the dead around because if not, they will fall apart quicker, which I, I really like. So if, if I went through and took out all the, not necromancers, but the um, the pharaohs and, and stuff like that, I'm going to kill your units quicker. Yeah. Now, which, I think, had... which I think is cool because, like, Empire Dust, because it's so high defence and fearless, which is great for the theme, can actually be a really powerful army, right? Yes. I think it takes so, quite a bit of finesse, but that gives that gives your opponent a way to go, all right, what's my way in here? So they don't have, uh, they see, they don't have regeneration. I guess they could lose life leech. If they had, re- if they, losing regeneration, I think would fit that perfectly, but they don't have that in the list. So. No, yeah, and I, I don't think, I don't think regen leech. like would, would necessarily fit the vibe that well. I'd, I'd even with the, I'd even with these guys kind of be ditching life leech to an extent. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm now probably that's something I, I like in the, a life leech heal mechanic more for the wet. Um, yeah. Well, there's enough heal in this anyway with um, mm. drain life and just straight up heal. Mm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Or, or you and and or maybe you do things like drain life is for this, heal is for the wet versions. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, separate them a little bit more like that. But man, this this is an army that I think. Yeah, really has the bones already there. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I I just love love the thought of it. I um, and yeah, I mean, I I really want to support Man- Mantic, but there's some cracking cracking ranges out there like Lost Kingdom. Um, do some awesome stuff, but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, so- that's a that, that, that's probably one thing to be critical of the of the list. They haven't got an Apapi's, um model. They haven't got a Soul Snare model or a Reanimator Behemoth, do they? Um, they've no. got, they do have... No, which for an army that wasn't released and tweaked that long ago, you know what I mean? That's what I'm liking seeing with the Twilight Kin is that it looks like they've pretty much done everything, which is awesome. But we've got these armies that weren't released that long ago with so much missing. They don't have a bone giant, do they? No. There's a lot they don't have. There's a lot yeah. they don't have. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's where, yeah, yeah. I hate to say it, but there's a lot of people who make nice STLs. Well, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And and I actually think this is a real, this is an army where you can get creative with the STL but still stay within that Egyptian theme, you know. Um, and, yeah. yeah, again, if you if you go and look at Lost Kingdom, like, it's a perfect example. Do they, they don't have the um, the bone worm. Sorry, undead undead worm. Well, I kept on thinking bone dragon, but they don't have one of them either, do they? Well, effectively, they've got the wet undead version, right? Um, but they don't have the bone dragon. So they've got an undead worm. Because the undead worm in their range, you can t- you can do wings or no wings. Okay, righto. Yeah, yeah. Um, does it does the, it even the, look? Does it? I don't think. I've no, seen the it. character of it to me suits the aesthetic of the of the undead more than the Empire of Dust. I'm gonna start yeah. a petition for a for a bone dragon now. Mm. 
Because yeah, it's a freaking awesome unit entry. I have great yeah, delight yeah, in app in recharging you with them. Well, sometimes when you're playing Empire of Dust, if you bounce, right, sometimes you've got no option but to go in. But, you know, just uh, if I bounce here, I'm screwed. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then or 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 the under or that that sits right behind a unit, and then boop over turn yeah. and, and bloody I'll take that flank. You know, yeah. defense six. You know, but he's still so quick that you can't ignore him. You know, and just being on that tiny little base, I wouldn't be surprised if in future editions, if Mister Shobik's on a on a Titan base. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I'm looking at this list now, going, why did I not make a why haven't I got an Empire of Dust Army? And then I remembered all my paint cue that I've got in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's next then? Next up we have uh and and we might we might make these the, the last two we discuss for for this episode, but we've got nature and Utugul or Order of the Green Lady. Oh, we've got to do herd as well. Do we? Oh, are they well, those, another those theme, are... aren't they? Green yeah, Lady okay. and Herd are both okay, nature, Udugul, Herd. All right, nature first. Let's start with nature. What do you reckon? I don't like it. Yeah, what don't you like? <laughs> it Would just you seems... your foot at the same time as saying that, little man? Yeah, hang on, let me go. I'm going to pull the list up so I can look at it right now. I guess this is probably the place where I would see all the elementals live, right? But yep. it just feels like... Maybe this just it just feels like it's the leftovers from all the other armies that they had. Like they go, Oh, we've got salamanders, Arbor, you can chuck a couple in here and some fire elementals. Or what about Trident Realms? Oh yeah, they can have naiads and and water elementals too. And the really funny thing about this is this is a Mantic original. But it just right? I, I, I don't know. I, maybe I mean I'm No, I totally get what you're saying because it does it does feel that way. Like, um, why would you put a whole bunch of fire people and water people and, I mean, that, okay, but I definitely, I mean, I've seen the ads. I'm not going to put a whole bunch of trees next to fire elementals because that's not going to end well for my own army, right? Like, that's... Do you not like a, multiculturalism? No, I'm just saying that's a bad mix. I don't want my forest to burn down. Yeah, but, yeah, that's fair. Like... I, I don't know. I, I guess maybe they're going for some sort of, well, you can choose your own adventure here, but you're just going to go down one of the, I shouldn't say theme, but you're going to go down Trident Realms or um, or Salamanders. or And I guess if we're, if we're sticking with that, is Sylvankin becoming the, the, the wood-based version? Or maybe that's mm-hmm. Herd. I don't know. Um, Maybe Sylvankin are the air-based, the swiftier version, and then Herd become the. Oh, I don't really fit either, but yeah. No, no, I, I don't, yeah, no, I think I think you're going down. I think again, we're making the assumption that everything stays right, and so yeah, this doesn't I have think, to those. No, no, <laughs> I think um, you, you're right. It does feel now that there's so many better fleshed-out armies than there used to be. It does feel a little bit like the leftovers, you know. Yeah. It's it's the crusts of the sandwich, right? But the, and then you go, okay, oh, but what if I wanted to do an all elemental list? Well, and and, have... but this is the thing, and I think the whole intent has always been that if you've got one or two of these units in another army, you're only a couple of units away from being 
the real bones of of a nature list right or something else um i think for me if we're keeping everything and now everything else is fleshed out i'm buggering off most of this list right so yeah. the naiads are gone uh you can convince me on the on the forest actually i, I would keep the forest but have it tie in with earth elementals more you know, get there some sort of benefit. So not not unlike for me with this list, not unlike the uh, again what we said with Basalia and the the Paladin orders that essentially your elementals are a little bit more order based. Yeah, and yeah, and you have some way for these things to play together. So you get the Naiads gone, the Salamanders are gone for me. Um, uh, two minds about the centaurs. They could probably stay. Worm riders go. Scorch wings go. Woodland critters can stay. But then you've got your monsters. Okay, so right? at the moment you're basically at the green lady list, right? And that's my bugbear with this. Is yeah. if we're going to keep the, Earth the green lady is a theme, the theme of yep. this. I know, and and I got my own opinions on green lady anyway. But like, I just. To, to me, this one needs the most work because this just yes, seems... but I'd also... Yeah, like, yeah, no, I totally agree. But I, I'd be removing a lot of the elemental stuff from the Green Lady. Yeah, well, yes, I'm not going to argue with you with either. That yeah. One. yeah. And, and, and so I think if you're going to do nature, I'd keep the trees because there's something very much nature about it, remove most of the other stuff, but let's increase this monster feel aspect, right? The Green Lady can get something else. But monster elementals, let's go down that path and um, create synergies amongst the various monsters and elemental groups. That that that's how, if I was going to keep it, I would make it represent the theme more. And but and, and then I look at this and then I go, ah, but I really want like guard. I mean. I wish this army had screened out like an ogre ogre palace card type unit in here because like you're deep in the forests you you you're you're guarding the green lady's sacred realm like mm. you and then you go well there's guardian brutes in the herd list i'm just gonna go play herd instead right mm. yeah 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 true and, and and that's where i'm like it just it's so samesy that it just doesn't stand out mm. yeah but if you did it if you did what I was suggesting, is it stand out enough? What's the what's the what's the crux of the of the army? Well, the crux is the troops? elementals, and like I said, the crux is the elementals. You've got to find an infantry op- option. So yeah, that so it's what's, not what's all your, large infantry? What's your troop at? You know what I mean? Like, to, is it is it hunters? Of the well, maybe this is a better fit for more of that fae aspect than the sylvan kin. Oh yeah, so get that fairy base yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, I'm, also, so, I'm on board now. And and then that 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 fits with elementals as well. Um, and so, you know, cause the Sylvan King probably don't, while it's cool, they probably don't really need it. Whereas you could make this more Fae-like. Yeah. And uh, to my, and I know we were going back there, but I always see the wind elemental, the air elementals in Sylvan King as like the majors controlling the elements to make that happen. Right. Like, yeah. And, and majors being the powerful things that elves are good at, um, um, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I would like. Yeah. To, I would love to see some fey options as, um, and I reckon man, it could. And so, like, I'd probably then bugger the centaurs off into the herd, right? 
and yeah. maybe instead you do something fawn like for their cav. Yep. And like I know that's got a bit of a herd vibe as well, but if it's fawn like, it probably leans more towards the fae, and we'll do something different with herd anyway. I just realised I'm kind of describing spirit walkers that little bit, which has triggered me that bit more because that's back in herd as well. But yeah, I'm thinking like. Well, you look at the like night stalkers avoid vision. Like, you, I'm I'm thinking like good, good night stalkers almost, right? But yeah, 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 yeah. And so, That's how you feel anyway. Yes, and then I think if you were going to have primarily elementals and then some sort of bay for infantry, like mushroom folk. For infantry say right um but give give the elementals more special rules that feel right for their elements to to improve it so like greater air elemental gets a wind blast as an option right let's build that in let's build that in even to the to the regiments not unlike the um soul flayers you know yeah earth earth elementals yeah they get brutal great but maybe let's give them i know they're def six so it's a it would be somewhat problematic but like iron resolve one or something right so here's the thing as well um so we're going down this fay option right and we've mm -hmm. and we've got some some lighter infantry in the list that are mm -hmm. I, I would like to see i'm thinking like a war drum but not a war drum um and it's that um, it's that it's that fairy unit that helps push like a bark skin mechanic out across mm. the um, the really light nimble stuff in the in the list. Mm. So you've got these really agile units that, that are you know glass, and then you've got this hard slow elementals that you need to work together and you, you know not outpace each other in the mm. in the army. But you know, and and you know, and I don't even. Now, if, if, if you're going to do all that stuff, then do they even need Cav, right? True, true. I mean, you've got speed options in terms of air elementals and things, and I think you definitely have some sort of flying Fae infantry, right? So, yeah, yeah you could you could just ditch Cav altogether for sure. That's it. Something like an EJ's, but not like, you know, well, maybe Tree Leapers is a better comparison. Grenadier, yeah. That's why I say Grenadier. Um, Shall we go on to Utugul? Well, sorry, one last thing then. Beach, beast of Nature. Remains. Remains? Yeah, but we'll, uh, yeah, I reckon. I reckon. Because I think Beast of Nature could just go to herd. True. You could get that. I'd keep the peg, though. Yeah, well, because you could put Hero. I mean, they cast spells and shit, and that's a bit fairy, so I'm happy for that. Yeah. I think you're thinking of the unicorn. I'm talking about the Pegasus. Uh, okay, righto. Um, yeah, yeah. Remember, the unicorn's just a horny Pegasus. Well, give give the Pegasus a spell so I'm right, and then uh, we're all good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right. Okay, okay. So what's next? Okay. Utable. So Order okay. of the Green Lady. So the, the whole currently where these guys sit is that they're the other half of the Brotherhood we haven't discussed, you know, that didn't align with Basalia and that they've gone and aligned themselves with Green Lady, which I, I I think there is something really cool to be had in this list, you know, probably one of the coolest lists, you know, and, I, and I've got 
I've got a feeling in my bones that if if Amantic, uh, you know, may look to harness this because I, I really think it's it's got something in where they could go with it. And so, again, it's about this affinity with nature. As it's currently written, that represents somehow with elementals and things like that. But then you've got these things like the Order of Redemption Knights, which are traditionally their original vibe is is very um uh what was the knight army in warhammer well bretonian they were like ground knights yeah bretonians yeah and and the vile so it's got that bretonian vibe but i I think mantic have an opportunity to take that something-esque and of course like it's not like bretonia had it's like they're, they're a bit um sorry it's not like they had ownership over that like it's arthur arthurian really isn't it yeah. Um, in terms of the Grail, and so I think Mantic have a big opportunity here to to make this list out of them all something special. And the question is, is how would they do that? I mean, you love your Green Lady. Uh, what, I do. What are your thoughts here? Uh, my thoughts are: hurry up, Ronnie, and make a Green Lady army because I am all over this. I I love I love this list. This is like probably one of my favourite themes I think that they've done. Um, and now that I've said that, allow me to criticise it. No, I just <laughs> – there, there are a couple of things that do bug me, but I love – and I'll start with the things I love. The stuff like Order of the Thorn, um, the fact that you still have that men-at-arms retainers um, infantry option in the list as well. I, I wouldn't mind seeing more of that because, okay, the Brotherhood's – gone and and sworn allegiance to the green lady they've gone and adopted nature and taken that on you, you, you like rank and file men should should still be around to take right it's not like as soon as you go to the order of the green lady you automatically become a knight right mm-hmm. you've got the brotherhood on foot you've got order of the thorn and then you have all your cab options which is sensational but you have men at arms retainers that's it so Mm. I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing um, what's the name of the um, a, a couple more options like that for the um, uh, for, for you just basically rank and file humans in the in the list as well. I don't think they need heart pieces in the list. You could just get regular archers, and the same thing mm. where ensnarers. You could you could get rid of ensnarers and make it more like devoted type, well, I shouldn't say devoted because it's already taken, but mate, like, a, like a fanatic style um, human option that had in snare, right? Um, yeah. So yeah. I, it, it, in my, I in my brain, I, yeah, you go, sorry. In, in my brain, I went to, okay, this is like a nature-based night list. So there's no... Yeah, do, you know, do you know? Do you know? Well, yes. Which do you know what that really is? Then, in my mind, it's water. It's nice. a no. It's a human sylvankin list. Well, yeah. That, that I guess that would be that. Yeah. Yeah, and so and so, I think you kind of you double down on it in in that kind of way, you know. But but yeah, like just because they worship nature doesn't mean you need all the nature stuff in it, right? Yes. You know, the, the, the humans can be influenced by nature, like you said. So your water knights might have 
aspects of whatever you decide to make water elementals feel more watery, but that's represented in the human form. Yeah. So yeah, I which don't I think is why. cool anyway. Like I so, like their regen and stuff is cool. Yes. Yeah, so why have earth elementals? Uh, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't make sense, right? Now, well, it, the, it makes sense in that, that that nature is their master list, right? So, yeah. so what we're talking about here, I think, is it doesn't really have much fluff because it's a theme list anyway, but it's a rewrite of the fluff to basically make this a basically human commuting hippies, right? Hippies in the forest of, of human form, but but you're still going to have, unlike Sylvankin maybe, you're going to have better access to knights and these things. And and I, I would love to see actually the various elements still represented but just through human versions. Yeah, okay. That would be actually really cool. So what about stuff like centaur bray hunters? Gone. See you, mate. There's yeah. enough cav here, right? Yeah, just, yeah. Well, just... the, the, the Brotherhood centaurs doesn't make any sense. Again, you know, your, your elements are like your orders, right? Um, They're looking for a cheaper cab option, right? So, yeah. like, you couldn't have uh, you couldn't have some sort of like light initiate. Um, well, and uh, well, I think the thing about orders too across the armies is if they're looking to simplify in fourth, in terms of not just having a massive book, like a lot of the old order style stuff can just be offered as an upgrade on your on a base level stat profile. Yeah. Well this this um, one this one's gonna to be tough, right? Because and and I love the fact that you could do most of this list as Cav. So Brotherhood is like standard knights. That redemption order of redemption, I, I love that list. I love that unit, sorry. And then mm -hmm. Forsaken, you've got Knights on Pegasus win, Slam Dunk. Yeah. And so maybe they do keep Pegasus, but what I would do is tweak that because the the Forsaken have always been basically the Pegasus Knights of Britannia, right? So I would change that to they are the somehow the embodiment of the air elementals. So I'm getting like like Soulflayer vibes now instead. Is that what you're talking like horses? Well, kind of. of like, oh, yeah, they might not have wind blast, but and so maybe that means that overall you've kind of got to do something to make air elementals feel a little bit different. So it could be wind blast or it could be, yeah, some some other kind of uh, of attack. I, I'm not quite sure. Um, but I think that's the way you'd want to le lean to fit with the theme a bit better. So the, the beast of nature, I reckon, works in this list a hell of a lot better than it works in actual nature. Yep. Yeah, and again, and and I think I think things like the unicorn still work. Do you know what I mean? So I'd be quite happy to see the unicorn in this list, and yeah. and not so much in nature. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but but like it could go either way. So I mean, the Nyad Stalker's gone. I love the Champion of the Green Lady. The um, I mean, it's two hundred and ten points, but I still managed to take him because. I think he does a lot, especially rally. Now, I haven't even got to it yet, but the sacred, uh, the Viola sacred water upgrade. Or did you talk about it before? I think that's no. I think that's a fantastic special rule for the army. So they all get yeah, yeah. It's an upgrade that gives you what healing, like a D three healing or something like that, isn't it? Mm -hmm. 
And but you then get a keyword that helps you and, and synergizes a little bit better with the the devoted. I think gives you radiance of life and the champion of the green lady can give you rally as well. And I mean, you could do some cool stuff with special characters here, right? So green lady, obviously in the order of the green lady has to be there. Um, but then you've got the champion and like, don't change the points, but you could have something like a special rule on the avatar of the green lady, you know, if she's engaged in combat, which is unlikely anyway, because of her speed 10 fly, right? So that the chances of you needing to use this rule are low, you know, she gets to disappear and the champion of the Green Lady takes a place. You know, <laughs> if, if they're both in play on the table. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, like, like uh, you know, in, in, is it in chess where you can swap your, your rook and the, and the queen? Where you, you, where you, um, yeah, yeah, where your castle, yeah. Um, d- d- yeah, I mean, that, that might be a bit too outlandish, but I just think, um, and, and I'd probably have... At the heart of this, given that we're going to make the green lady at the heart, so I would probably have some sort of regenerative capacity tying them all together. So you what? Know, just beyond beyond um, radiance of life. Yeah, yeah. Because the whole thing is is like they're a re- basically a regrowth type mechanic, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the or rebirth this, of yeah. life. Okay, I was going to say, is this an option for bark skin? But it's probably, probably not. Well, well that, that, that could even be an option of the Green Lady. While she's in play, she has Radiance of Life, but it's not like it's double the size of the normal Radiance of Life or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and then maybe the other characters have the lesser version. The other characters have Radiance of Life, but she has a special bigger version or, or, a, or she a has a normal version that stacks or something, you know. Even a not even a, just a nine inch radius over mm. over the six. So but, if you look I at think, the heroes, you yeah. Go. No, I was just going to say I think that as a as a, the, a thematic option uh, can fit quite well. Yeah, actually, if if well, true, but if if you had stacking radiance of life, I reckon it could get out of control pretty quick. Oh, it could. Well, I think you'd only give it to her, right, while she was in play, and then you'd maybe have to make some other tweaks. But I think in the main, it'd be mostly, yeah, you'd probably just give her a bigger version or something. So if you look at the heroes, you've got the devoted, which is like, a, to me, that so if, you've, if a druid is your regular coming from the dirt and the trees spellcaster, the devoted mm. is your um, priest of the aura, a priest of the order. Sorry, style um, hero. You've got well, the Nyad stalkers going. Sorry, mate, you didn't make the cut. But you've got the mm. exemplar redeemer, a unicorn, exemplar of the brotherhood, and the was it a, a, a adjutant? What the hell is an adjutant? Headstrong individual sparring. So it's just a well, oh, that's just like a prince style unit. And then you've got the the Redeemer, which is like your king style unit, crushing strength mm-hmm. two and headstrong. Is there enough is there enough nature in the heroes? No, I don't think so. And so I think that, that all of that needs to the thing and you move away from the brotherhood and I think you kind of have the whole vibe of this and these these elements 
as almost like a religious order that stems around the Green Lady. You know, you'd want to rename them in terms of some sort of religious hierarchical structure. Oh, so you're saying drop the names, but you still... Yeah, yeah, but they also need to gain flavour somehow that supports the the elemental vibe. And they're but they're leaders um, in the hierarchy yeah. of the of the order of the Green Lady. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I like that. I'm on board for that. Yeah. yeah. I, I when you look at the names and go, oh, that's a bit samesy. I don't know. Maybe I'm just nitpicking on unit names now, right? Because the rules are still the rules. I just I don't know. To me, okay. that kind of is where you get the fluff. Yeah. Yeah. No. All right, well, let's move on to the last one this evening, which is, again, a little favourite of yours um, and oh. one that, you know, I've been on record multiple times saying I reckon this is a perfect target for if they wanted to trial a whole army release um, that they could get beyond the Vault 2 onto my mini factory, and that is the herd. And so the, the law with the herd is actually pretty dark, Um so created by Dark Chiron from what was left of Garkhan uh, after he made the orcs. Um, and so long story short is he saved some of the herd and they retreated and they're kind of in the forest of Galah here as well with the Sylvan kin and they also worship the Green Lady. So Green Lady's got lots of lots of followers, don't they, doesn't she? Yes. Um, so... Um, yeah, and like some of these armies, we didn't talk about the special rules, but that doesn't really matter. But um, yeah, I, I I see this army as one that again, there's some bones there, but nowhere near really what it could be. I, I kind of see this army almost as an opportunity to start again. Yeah, they made some law, which is, and also now just on law, right? Mm. So the goblins were made from the leftovers of the orcs, and mm. the herd are made from the leftovers of the orcs. There must be a lot of leftovers from orcs, or yeah, and ones made from the, they use ones made from the leftovers of the leftovers, something like that. But yeah. yes, um, yeah, he tried to use them um, to do some evil work and discarded them or something i did read up on this about six months ago and it was interesting at the time but um after they were shunned and left to the green lady we just end up with a list pack full of pathfinder and thunderous charge which is kind of where we get to with sylvankin as well which is which is why i was you know going back mm. to are we a little bit samesy a whole pathfinder list there's well there's I, I think elite. No, well, I think I think if we what we look at is these three overall, right? What you end up then with is elementals and monsters in nature, human style orders of elements in the Green Lady, and then the herd. I think should almost be kind of pure beastie. Yeah, well, that's definitely so. The Earth Elementals, the Forest Shamblers. Sorry, sorry, mate, you're gone. Um, they don't. Yeah, they got a tree herder that can go as well. Do they mm -hmm. even get the Abbot? Do they even get? They don't even have the Green Lady in their list as an option. So, don't know whether that 
that would be one they might pick up. But yeah, the forest uh, again. I'd, I'd be inclined to leave it out. You know, um, yeah. I'd, I'd be inclined to leave it out. And and when I say beastie, you know, I don't want it to be beastman. Um, oh, no, no, no. When I say beastie. You know, the Guardian Brutes that they've got that they've designed are like those owlbear-style things, right? I, I want to see, like, basically almost an animal race. You know, spirit, spirit walkers could be totemesque spirit animals. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't think – I've never seen Guardian Brutes, actually. I need to go and find this out because I didn't think they had any models for them. Uh, am I wrong? Am I wrong? Oh, it could be. I'm... No, no, because I think there was a guardian brute in one of the board games or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, like an owlbear mm. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so I think that was basically the intent, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, I I think that they need to drop the druids as well in on, on mm. that same and, – and I know it's probably tropey, but – you want that witch doctor shaman spirit connected um, beast to be your spellcaster, I think. Mm. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go away from druid and more shaman esque. Yeah, which it doesn't help with the trying to get away from the beastman vibes, but well, I think it that's does. It depends what you make the shaman look like. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I mean I, yeah. I, what did I say? I think I, I would love to see an ape style list these these could be monkeys all right you want this to be planet of the apes well actually if i had my if so if i could pick one army that mantic made it would be a snake people army yeah right because like where's that been done yeah fair and i and again none of this like it was interesting i was I was listening to some podcasts and they were talking about how when you get into wargaming, everyone's like, why is everyone wearing fluffy pants? And why are all the salamanders in like um, Mesoamerican theme? Mm. You know, why are, why are, why is um, all the desert theme stuff Egyptian all the time? Like snake people, you could go, you could go where you want with that. And there is some law around it for Dungeons and Dragons in the, um, Forgotten Realms, but outside yeah. of that, like it's but all Nag- Naga style. Uh, I think it's Uante is the is the is the law name. I, I could be wrong, but yeah, it's um, it is like a serpent race. Yeah, but anyway, but that would that's just that's just rough. I, I, but whether that, that that wouldn't be where I would take the herd, I would probably take um, a gorilla themed or even just that jungle beasts style jungle um, beasts would be cool which is kind of where they they were with the stampede right yeah so, well, so I mean, maybe you move them out of gala here and they become savannah based yeah i mean lichens don't need to be like i mean they could be more lioness than than that and yeah guardian bruce could have that um like like silverback big gorilla style vibes scorch wings uh, I, I mean the unit entry works but i don't think i'd have flaming birds around in this list i would want this as a um 
like a, a you know like a, like a flesh and blood style list mm. so so that i would probably see twisted into something else and yeah i wouldn't see any elementals whatsoever this i, I do like the spirit walker connection um but if we're going to go fey with the uh forces of nature how would that work you know true true so so maybe yeah yeah i mean it, it, it'd be another good target for a fey option though wouldn't it yes like if, if it wasn't elsewhere yeah but and if and if you look at these changes, the changes Greenlay, the changes Silverkin, the changes to nature, you, mm. you you would just make the list so unique and different that they have their own, um, they have their own theme, they have their own fluff, and they have their own direction they want to go in. Right? I just mm. think at the moment, if you if you, if they all are so samey, then they almost become back to where we were talking about with orders in unlocking and basalia and unlocking you just end up down these paths and go okay cool i'm a nature army but i want elves so i'm going to go down this sylvankin tree or but i want human knights i'm going to go down the green lady tree so if we if we mm -hmm. separated that cut away the unit options that we didn't feel work yeah you'd be might not be left with too much in the herd list but i think it would be unique in itself anyway yep yeah no i agree yeah. Right. Well, we might um, we might leave it there for tonight, mate. I think we've we've discussed uh, a bit. We'll obviously have some more parts to do. Been discussing with Jeremy. He might uh, stub in because I'm sick here, and you know that makes sense. Give him, give him a crack um, in a, in a coming coming option. But we'll just we'll just see what happens. So I'm I'm enjoying kind of going through and just 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 having a good look at them, like just sitting. I uh, mentioned previously we're not we're not putting a whole heap of prep in here, so you know what what you're hearing is kind of our our thoughts on the spot. Um, you actually hit record this time, right? I did hit. Oh, I hope so. My goodness. Hope yeah, no, so. it's recording. It's recording. We're all yeah, good. Okay, all good. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think you know if if you've got your thoughts, I was joking at the start. You know, I do leave, read people's thoughts. Doesn't mean I listen to them, but I, I do read them. So um, leave it. Leave us uh, your thoughts on on the Facebook post. Uh, do you have any shout outs you want to give, mate? Or um, only that we're going to catch up at Masters soon. I'm not going to Masters. I'll be at the side event. But oh yeah, for any for any Australians listening, both both packs are out and attached to the Facebook events. Um, Clash of Kings pack will be out soon. I'm just trying to finalize a, a surprise special character uh, for, for Clash of Kings. Um, but we've got some fun stuff printed for, you know, what's effectively uh, the Australian best of the rest and, and things. Uh, got some fun awards and characters based on the previous masters. And yeah, I, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a great time. Yeah, you looking I'm forward to it? To it. I am. I am. I, I have a wedding in January over Clash of Kings that I'm I'm in, so I traded up and decided to to use my dad tokens and get to the rising instead because mm. yes, so I'll I be there. Clash. Oh no, I'm not I'm not super happy about it, but I reckon Look, I would. I reckon we can break up the relationship before then, surely. <laughs> <Very much. laughs> 
<laughs> Come on, mate. Priorities. Or just, or just get me cut from the bridal party, one of the two. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Either or. I can, Thanks for that. I can that, that. That was the second option in your head. That's interesting, yeah. but still. Oh, I didn't even enter my head, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I reckon right. you could get me uninvited to a wedding if anyone could. So yeah. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, not hard, mate. Not hard. No. Puppet master just needs to get to work. Um. All right. Well, thanks for joining us tonight, guys. And until next time, keep counter charging. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Counter Charge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at countercharge15, or by commenting on the Countercharge Kings of War podcast Facebook group. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons.